You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1032. As people struggle to come up with society's fast-paced, oftentimes they lose focus on the topic of retirement. While many may have addressed the financial aspect of retirement, not many have considered the emotional process behind it. And that's why I've invited author Ginny Gordon to come here and talk about the full topic of retirement because she has a book out, her new book. Hold on a second. For those of you watching us on our Facebook live stream, there it is. And the title of the book is... If not now, when? Jenny Gordon, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Let's talk a little bit, and maybe you can tell us, what was your inspiration for writing this fine book? Well, when I retired, I found myself jumping up in the morning, getting dressed, running downstairs, and realizing that I was all dressed up with no place to go. Oh, my goodness. And I realized that I probably wasn't the only one that was experiencing this transition that had no name. So I discovered from some of the other seniors that I talked to that they were having a similar experience. And like we said, we had prepared financially for this time. We thought we were sitting pretty, but we hadn't prepared for the transition between being gainfully employed and essentially not being gainfully employed. So so this is not unlike conversations I've had with people who help my audience, who are business owners, mm-hmm. get through the emotional change of selling their business. Exactly. So, so this is the same concept. Retirement all of a sudden reorders your meaning. Yes. Is that yeah. what you, you yes, found? Yes, absolutely. What I have found from people that I talk to is that we're essentially, many of us, role-identified Especially yes. in our culture. Yes. Um, I just got back from Ireland, and not one person I talked to there talked about their job. No? But here, if you say to someone, you almost always ask someone, what do you do? Right. And so what do you it, do? The answer is, I'm either I'm a teacher, or I'm a doctor, or I'm a lawyer, or in my case, I was a dental hygienist and a college professor. So when you aren't that anymore, right. how do you handle it? I don't know. Right. What you th- well, I'm retired. Well, that's why I wrote a book. Okay. Well, I th- I'm glad that you did because I think this. I think you're right. I think people are focused, as in selling their business, they're focused on the financial aspects, but neglect themselves and the personal side of this major life change. Right. Yes. Well, a lot of people think they have this concept of retirement that says. Gosh, when I retire, I'm going to take this wonderful vacation I'm entitled to. Yes. And I'll fix a few things around the house because I've been putting that off. Right. And if I play golf, I'm going to play golf three times a week. Right. And all of a sudden, the norm that I found was about six months. They hit a wall. Oh, really? And they're not having the fun they thought they were going to have. Wow. And I call it the depression that follows the retirement honeymoon. Uh-oh. So quite often, they don't know what to do with themselves at that point because what's missing is any kind of a purpose. Uh-huh. Those are common 
concerns and challenges that every, regardless of your station in life, mm-hmm. right? When you no longer have that thing that you identified as, yes. Now you have to find almost sounds like you have to find something that is as meaningful to replace it. If in fact you have a way to do that, I have found that. For writing this book, I interviewed a lot of people that were either retiring or had retired. And a lot of people will do a back-in-the-day talk. Well, back in the day, I was the CEO of this company, and we did all this wonderful stuff. Or they will do, you know, they'll sit around with their friends and solve all the problems of the world or something like that. But to actually find a purpose takes courage. Yes. It takes courage. I mean, you have to go from back into the role of, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm starting over, I don't have anything to fall back on, a lot of people think, mm. which is not true if you read my book. Okay. There's a lot to fall back on. So so, so this is, it sounds like it's almost a guidebook. It is a workbook. Okay. I um, was a teacher long enough that I got tired of listening to myself talk after 20 minutes. <laughs> so what I did is I made this a workbook, okay. and it takes you chapter by chapter through all of the different things you have experienced. It starts off with, this was my job, and what were the actual talents that I learned? For instance, if I was a salesman, I'm now good at talking to people. Sure. Uh, Different things like that. So we make a list of the jobs, and in the next chapter, we extract from these jobs or these careers the actual skills and talents that we have because we had that job. And all of a sudden, we're looking at ourselves with new eyes. We're seeing ourselves as a person that has, wow, all these skills to to take forward. It's like doing an inventory of your skills. Very, very much so. Also, a lot of people don't realize there is a grieving process that goes along with a role-identified job for most people. Wow. Not everyone, yeah, but for that. most people. Yeah. And so we do a little work on that, you know, getting to the place where you can let go and say, thank you very much, but I'm looking this way now. Right. I'm looking forward. Right. Because I, um, I think it's dangerous as we age to live in the past. If we have our glory days in the past, I mean, you know, young, well, raising kids, there's a lot of great memories that mm-hmm. you create and it's kind of hard to have that level of enthusiasm maybe because we are you know yeah. it, but but i think you need to be seeking the so your inscription in this book to me which i found very meaningful if you don't mind okay okay it's uh, it says make the rest of your life the best of your life it, and it, a lot of people don't believe that's possible but right. it truly is is it and i myself and the people that i hang with are doing that. I'm in a performing group that we do shows for seniors. Come on. A lot of veterans. We do a lot of veteran shows. Last year, we were in Las Vegas, in Laughlin, in New Orleans. What's the name of this organization? It's called Sensational Seniors. Uh-oh. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's reinventing yourself and having the courage to reinvent so yourself. So one of your inventory of skills is a talent to do something on stage? Well, not necessarily, because um, one of the stories I tell in this book is that um, you asked a question about something that didn't turn out like you thought it was going to. Yeah, unintended consequence. You have one? Yeah. Okay. January 2010, I go to a church that the pastor's wife decided to put on a play. She and another lady who wrote the script put on a play called We Did It For You. And it's about historic women 
that have created women's rights for women. It's a really neat play. It has a lot of good music and stuff like that. Uh So I thought, well, I am not, I've never acted before, but I'll show up because I'm a dancer. So I'll show up and I'll maybe arrange some of the dance routines or stuff. Well, to get in the room, you had to take one of five different scripts and read it. Uh-oh. And I thought, uh-huh. Wow. So guess what? I picked yeah. the shortest one. That makes sense. Stood up there and read the part of Mary Kay Ash of Mary Kay Cosmetics. Sure. And later that day, I got a call saying, you got the part. I said, what do you mean I got the part? I'm not an actress. <laughs> I said, oh, you can do it. And so I did. Wow. And I joined the, the cast. And for about five years, we traveled all over with this play. My goodness. And before it was over, I was Eleanor Roosevelt and Billie Jean King, wow. as well as Mary Kay. Oh, that's a great so story. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're talking with Jenny Gordon. We're talking about her book, If Not Now, When, The Retirement Guide You've Been Waiting For. We're going to take a very short time out here on Critical Mass Radio and Show and Podcast. And when we come back, we've already talked about unintended consequences, but I've got a lot more I want to talk to you about. Like, what advice can you give to our audience, people who want to write a book, about the process of writing a book? Can we do that when we get back? Certainly. All right. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back after this word from me. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Math for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Let's see. Our show can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. In case you didn't notice, Ginny and I were off having a conversation. I wasn't quite ready when the show came back. Sorry about that. Uh, And several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on our radio show. Since we started in 2009, our show reached several hundred thousand listeners uh, through the live stream here on octalkradio.net and our podcasts on iTunes and others, as well as the other channels like YouTube, etc. that we use, iHeartRadio. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show in your favorite podcasting software to get our weekly shows with great guests like Jenny Gordon. Jenny, I said before the break, I was going to ask you if you have any advice for those aspiring authors out there. Do you? Yes, I do. Um, I started with just a simple outline of kind of what I wanted to say, what I wanted this book to be about. And there's a wonderful online class called CSL Writer's Workshop. It's absolutely fabulous for beginning writers because it takes you step by step paragraph by paragraph and literally at the end of the class you've got a book wow so it's i had it and most people have to take the class more than once that are new right but it's just absolutely and it's right there in your house you can do it in your pajamas you know it's really cool right um anyway it gives you a chance to write in a dip, in a way that you never thought you could. 
that's what it did for me. Right. So you had this inspiration to write this book. You found this online tool that helped you put it together. Yes. How hard was it after that to get it into print? Well, um, I decided not to reinvent the wheel. And I hired a couple of book coaches, which are a couple friend of mine, Ann Para, Dr. Ann Para and her husband, John Lunsford, both published authors. Okay. So they kind of cracked the whip gently over me and okay. kept me on task. And I hired an editor because I didn't want any typos, right. a lady named Eve Gumpel, who was fabulous, and a publisher named Bethany Kelly, who absolutely is, you know, made it possible for me to do this without having to learn things that i didn't want to learn right so it freed me up to write so you built a mastermind group to i help did you get this book published yes a- and uh, um do you think you'll write another book at some time actually i'm going to write another book i've already started it <laughs> really? um i have a daughter and a son-in-law that lost their son to leukemia and she has become an advocate for childhood cancer. Great. The name of their goal, their group is Gold Rush for the Cure. And we've already started writing a book because she received the stem cell, the National Stem Cell Award for inspiration. Wow. And um, Where's I, she located? She's in, in Laguna Niguel. Okay, here in Southern yeah. California. I we, want you guys to have her on. Yeah, right. We should. Yeah. We have nonprofits. Plus, I'd love to introduce her to the executive director for the Pediatric Cancer Research Foundation. She might even know she, I hope she does. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, if they don't know, yeah. they should know each other. Yes. She was, they were in that chair just a couple of weeks ago. Cause wow. They had, they had a golf tournament with Rod Carew, the... Uh, yes, baseball I saw that picture. Yeah. Okay, so so there you go. Small world. Uh, that's that's. Um, see, that's my experience. Once people write their first book and they realize they can do it, the inspiration to find other places to do good works through the written word. That's it. Presents itself. To it them. has to be. It has to be inspirational for me, or I won't bother. Right, I'm not a. Uh, a person that would write a, a novel or something like that. Yeah, this is hard work to write a book, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, it's tedious at times. You have to be dedicated right. and you have to be willing to put the time in. Right. It, it, yeah. But this one kind of wrote itself, so oh, I was lucky. Yeah, because it's out of your personal experience. Right. Right. And the interviews that you did with other yes. retirees. So you yes. had this wealth of context. Again, a mastermind group of people who That's are walking right. in the walk. I believe in the power of peer learning. We can learn a lot from people who are in the same station. Exactly. And this is what you did with your book. Well, and I found that if you ask people to tell you their story, they really want to tell you their story. And it's very cathartic for them, too. Yes. It's sort of like part of the process of getting over that I'm not uh, this anymore, and but yet, what am I? What am I? Yeah. Well, what am I? Okay. Well, you know, the demographics here in Western culture have changed the idea regarding aging and retiring. Off mic, we were talking about the Miss Senior Orange County, Miss Senior California, Miss Senior USA. I've had many of the ladies on my show. I've been to some of their events. It is awesome and inspiring to see. And a lot of fun. And they're having a a blast. Yeah. And, and, And you realize... Um, the only limit to doing things, as long as you have your health, right, within yeah. reason, is your outlook. That's right. And your willingness to make a fool of yourself in some ways, right? Well, and I mean, hanging with people that have the same positive life energy that you have. That's a big thing. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's, if you have a positive attitude, things just happen to you. 
You, Wonderful things just happen. Have you believed that all your life? No, but I certainly have believed it in the last 15 years or so. I've really attracted a lot of things I never thought I would do. Like being in that play, We Did It For You. Right. And being Miss Senior Orange County and things like that. That um, Someone said, oh, I saw an ad in the paper. Do you want to go join? I said, oh, sure. <laughs> so, that is awesome. Yeah. It, right? it's Life is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. So if someone would like to get a copy of It, not If Not Now, When, the retirement guide you've been waiting for, Jeannie Gordon, how do they do that? Well, you can go on Amazon.com. It's available on Amazon.com. And you source Ginny Gordon. It's G-I-N-N-I. Yes. G-O-R-D-O-N. And up will pop the picture of my book. Uh-huh. And you can order it there. Also, if you want to contact me personally, you can send. You can email me at retireifnotnowwhen at yahoo.com. Are you, are you speaking to yes, organizations? Actually, you, okay. it's kind of gone ballistic. I'm going to start speaking to financial people who offer the financial aspect. And I said, this is like the yin and the yang. I will offer the emotional aspect to go along with this. Wow. So we're talking, I've already got one seminar lined up and a, you know, probably many more. So you really are a role model uh, for others, right? That's hard for me to say yes to, but even my kids say to me, boy, when I get old, I want to be like you. Uh, (laughs) How old are your children? Um, They're in their 50s. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, you've been a fantastic guest. Well, this has been a lot of fun. The time has just flown by. Okay. Right? We'll have to have you back when you publish your second book. That's right. Will you come back? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, that's the standing. Just let me know when that's ready, and we'll have you on the show, and we'll talk about the next book. And nothing but great success for you, Ginny Gordon. Well, thank you, Rick. Thank, I really appreciate thanks it. Thanks for being a friend of the program and a part of the critical mass community. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And I'd like to thank our engineer for today, none other than Mr. Paul Roberts, our three producers, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, my Twitter handle is CEO Peer Groups, C-E-O-P-E-R groups peer groups uh linkedin is youtube whatever richard franzi yeah i didn't spell that right c-e-o-p-e-r e-r yeah two e's two e's don't do that just just get me on linkedin you can find the rest of that stuff on facebook i'm critical mass and my website is critical mass for business i tell you that little bit of the tequila i had earlier in the first segment just threw me off young ladies and gentlemen all right until our next show i hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.